the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. What a great day to celebrate the Lord and share your faith. Amen. Why don't we start with a word of prayer? Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you, we praise you, we worship you. This is such a great season to be alive, to see you working, to see just how uh, wonderful it is to worship you and praise you. So, Lord, we pray that this program would be a blessing to all who hear it. We pray that we will have the heart of Messiah because we will be following you, Lord, and we'll be obeying you, and we'll be just excited to live a life for you. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Okay, well, it is important to understand, I believe, that the more celebrations we have that focus on the Lord, the more we remember The more we observe and focus on God, the more we're thankful for who he is in our life. And I pray that many of you will be using our Hanukkah Haggadah this week. You know, Hanukkah starts tonight. All right. And this is a great way to minister to people in your family, neighbors, friends, um, especially those who are Jewish who are in your life. If you didn't receive a Haggadah, which is, you know, a little booklet that will run you through about a 15-minute service, uh, an explanation of Hanukkah, and it'll have great pictures for the kids and and things for them to do at the uh, end. It's a 32-page booklet. So if you didn't receive it, I can give you a link for it, okay? Um, but are are you ready to write it down, well, you can't. I, I can't give it to you over the airwaves, but if you email me today, I will email you the link back, and you'll be able to open it up. So email me at sweiler, 
S W E I L E R at heartofmessiah.org. I'll mail you the link. And by the way, if you don't know the Hebrew blessings or songs in the Haggadah, you can find them and sing along with them at shereshdavid.org, which is our other website, Sharesh, our congregational website, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, and then go to the resources and go to Hanukkah and the blessings, and, and you'll be a whiz, <laughs> right? So as I man- mentioned, Hanukkah begins tonight. Tonight we will light the Shamas and the first candle. So a little explanation here. There's something called a Hanukkah, which is also called a menorah. It's a nine-branch candelabrum that is lit during Hanukkah. On the first night of Hanukkah, we light the Shamas, which is the servant candle, and that's what actually Shamas means. And that's used to light the other candles. Of course, on the first night, we only light one extra candle. And then each night of the eight nights, we add. And at the end of that time, all the lights on the Hanukkah are lit. So as I mentioned to you, the highest candle on the Hanukkah is the Shamas. And the Shamas means servant. And it serves by lighting the other candles. And I believe that Yeshua is like that Shamas candle. Even though he came to serve, he's exalted above us, so he's higher than us, and provides us light. And as we reflect his light, we receive light in our lives. Reminds me of Matthew 20, 26, 28, but whoever wants to be great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you shall be your slave, just as he, the Son of Man, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And certainly he is our model, right? Hanukkah is probably one of the best-known Jewish holidays, mostly because it's at the same time as Christmas. (laughs) Many Jews think of this holiday as like a Jewish Christmas, Um, There are many customs that are the same as Christmas. For instance, we have gift-giving. In fact, we generally give gifts every night for eight nights. There are decorations. Now, if you go with the normal theme, our decorations are mostly silver and blue. And uh, finally, many Jewish people in, in the United States have what they call a Hanukkah bush. You might call it a Christmas tree, but they call it a Hanukkah bush. However, the root of Hanukkah and the the, the theme and the, the, the backdrop of Hanukkah was a fight against spiritual and cultural assimilation and receiving the freedom to worship God. Yet it's become, funny enough, the most assimilated secular holiday on our calendar. So is this a biblical holiday, and should we celebrate it? Let's first examine a bit of the history leading up to it, and then I'll answer those questions, all right? Approximately 325 years before Yeshua, 
Alexander the Great conquered Syria, Egypt, Israel, but allowed the lands under his control to continue observing their own religion. So he was a good guy, right? And everything was so good, many Jews assimilated into what is called a Hellenistic culture, which means that they adopted language, customs, and even the dress, the clothing of the Greeks. So that sounds familiar, right? (laughs) Christians and Jews in the United States, even believers, have assimilated into secularism as the biblical standards have been lowered so that they can seem to be normal around us, right? This includes how we dress, what we watch, how we speak, all of this. Well, anyway, before I go too far off, let's go back to this history. So, after Alexander the Great, Antiochus IV came into control. He began to oppress the Jews. He put his priests in the temple where they sacrificed pigs on the altar. He made it against the law to practice any kind of Jewish religion. And finally, he started killing Jews. Mattathias and his son Judah Maccabee led a revolution and after many tough battles and after the fact that nobody thought that this little group of Jews could beat a mighty army of Antiochus, the Maccabees won anyway, yes. So they went to rededicate the temple and found it was a mess. According to tradition, as recorded in the Talmud, and you remember the Talmud is the commentary on a scripture uh, on the scripture written by the rabbis, So at the time of the rededication, there was very little oil left to light the menorah in the temple. So there was enough only to burn for one day, yet a miracle happened. It burned for eight. And so thus we have an eight-day festival which was declared to remember this miracle. It's important really, I think, to note that holidays commemorate Uh, This holiday commemorates the miracle of the oil, not military victory, because basically Jews don't glorify war. All right, so is Hanukkah in the Bible? Well, the answer is yes and no. Um, The only verse in the Bible that talks about Hanukkah is John 10, 23. Believe it or not, the New Covenant, right? Then came Hanukkah. It was the winter in Jerusalem. Yeshua was walking in the temple around Solomon's colonnade. And that is the only discussion of Hanukkah in the Bible. So I would say, for all intents and purposes, that Hanukkah is not in the Bible, though it is mentioned in the Bible. Now, your translation might say, instead of Uh, the Feast of Dedication, it might say, um, well, I'm sorry, instead of saying Hanukkah, it might say Feast of Dedication. But the Feast of Dedication is Hanukkah. In fact, that's what Hanukkah means. It means dedication. So Hanukkah is mentioned in the Bible, but nothing's said about it. Hanukkah happened around the 164 B.C., meaning before Yeshua, which is part of the 
what is called the intertestamental period. Now, the time between the last writings of the Hebrew Scriptures and the appearance of Yeshua is known as that intertestamental period. It lasted from the prophet Malachi's time, about 400 B.C., to the preaching of Yochanan, or John the Immerser, which was about 25 uh, A.D. Now, because there was no prophetic word from God during the period from Malachi to John, some refer to this time period as called the 400 silent years. So, much of the information on Hanukkah is actually found in the Apocrypha. When, If you're familiar, these are 15 books, which you find in the Catholic version of the Bible, and um, they are uh, books that come between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, and uh, they are not part of the Protestant Bible or the Jewish Bible. So, the books 1 and 2 Maccabee are in the Apocrypha and tell the story of Hanukkah. Though that's interesting historically, because most of us don't see the Apocrypha as Scripture, Hanukkah is therefore not in Scripture. However, there are holidays we celebrate that are not mentioned in Scripture, but we attribute great meaning to them, like Christmas. Christmas, like Hanukkah, can be celebrated in a secular context or a spiritual context. Really, it's kind of up to us, don't you think? But as believers, let's look at some of the themes of Hanukkah that come from this story and make it an important spiritual holiday for us. So the first theme that comes to my mind would be deliverance. God miraculously delivered the Maccabees, and they received their freedom once again, their freedom to worship God, their freedom to live as Jews. Our second theme would be cleanse, because they had to cleanse the temple. And really, we know that our temple is our body, our mind, our spirit, right? That's the temple of God in us. And it too needs to be cleansed. And so that's a second excellent theme of Hanukkah. Third, then after they cleanse it, they dedicate the temple, right? And again, think of the temple for this as well as not only a physical building, but also our body, mind, and spirit. And we need to dedicate our temple to the Lord, correct? Number four. The fourth um, theme, I would say, would be light. In fact, this holiday is sometimes called the miracle of uh, the festival of lights. And um, so the miracle of this light, it lasted beyond the one day, the oil. And so we see that Yeshua is our light and his light never goes out. And our light is a reflection of his. And as he gives us our light, we pass it on to others. Correct? Right? And our fifth theme, which you might have already guessed, is servanthood. On the menorah, one candle is higher than the others. Now, I say that, and that is the tradition. Up until a few years ago, all Hanukkahs would have one 
candle higher than the others. But you know what modern days do to traditions, right? So you can find some Hanukkah that probably all the candles look like they're the same height, and that is really a shame. But until maybe the past five or ten years, that would not be the case. So the higher uh, candle is called the shamas, which means servant, as I said. And this candle gives lights to all the other candles so that they can have a light. And this is, I believe, what Yeshua modeled to us, his servanthood. We've been called to serve. We've called to serve him first and then others. And the more we serve, the greater the blessing from God. So as we look at these five words, they're also related to each other in sort of a sequential order. So let's say that, number one, we are delivered. Then once we're delivered, we truly can receive our cleansing. And then once we receive our cleansing, we can dedicate our lives to God. And then once we dedicate our lives to God, we become a light to the nations for God's glory by becoming a servant. Got it? Okay, let's look at these five themes a bit deeper. Number one, deliverance. You know, this was a deliverance from the Romans, but the Romans represented sin and the world. And Hanukkah is about being delivered from sin and death, right? So we see a scripture like Romans 12, 2. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Well, the will of God is to be delivered and set free. Got it? John eight thirty four. Yeshua answered, Amen. I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now the slave does not remain in the household forever. The son abides forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And isn't that what Hanukkah is all about, really? The fact that Yeshua has set us free, and so we are free indeed. When you have been delivered and set free, you want to remember and celebrate the Lord, which uh, who has done these things in your life. And so how important is it to understand that you have been delivered? And so Hanukkah takes on a great meeting. So we look at the the word cleansed, and we think of uh, 1 Corinthians 6.19. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, who is in you? whom you have from God, and that you're not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. So in order to do this, we need to be cleansed. Our body, uh, our spirit, our thinking, our mind, all of it has to be cleansed because we are to glorify God in everything we do, right? And so Psalm 51, 12 says it this way, Create in me a clean heart, O God, 
and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Take not your Ruach HaKodesh from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. See, when we are cleansed, that will allow us to lead and bring sinners to know the Lord. So cleansing is extremely important. And in this scripture, we see restore to us the joy of our salvation. How about the joy of our deliverance? And so if we combine the first word, deliverance, the joy of our deliverance, and a clean spirit, then we get to the point where we want to dedicate ourselves to the Lord. And when I think of the word dedication, I always think of Solomon as he dedicated the temple. In Second Chronicles 2, 4, Behold, I am building a temple for the name of, my, uh, of the Lord my God to dedicate it to him to burn before him sweet incense for the continual showbread, for the burnt offering mornings and evening, on the Sabbaths, the new moons, on the set feasts of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance forever to Israel. So we dedicate our lives to the Lord in order to obey the Lord and offer up our time and our talents and celebrate his appointed times. And though Hanukkah is not an appointed time. It's a great reminder of who God is and what he has done for us. And so we have all these times to dedicate to the Lord. You know, we mentioned our fourth word was light, and Hanukkah is often called a celebration of lights. And as I mentioned, the menorah is a nine-branch candelabrum, and the tradition uh, one candle is higher, as I mentioned. It's called the shamus, which means servant. It's lights. It, it takes the shamus light, and it lights all the other candles. Now, though Jewish people, most Jewish people, <laughs> don't recognize Yeshua, they don't see this, this concept of the higher candle serving the others by lighting. It's a wonderful picture of Yeshua, our Messiah, bringing us light. He is the highest of all, and yet he is the servant of all. And as the candles are lit by the shamas, we understand that our light comes from him. And as one of us receive God's light, the room gets brighter, right? If we get more candles, doesn't it all get brighter? The more candles that are lit, the brighter things become. That's how we become a community of light. And in John 1, 9, it says, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. John 8, 12 says, then Yeshua spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Well, the last one is Shamus. We've talked about it as a servant. Uh, Just amazing to see that Hanukkah is teaching on servanthood and and we need to follow Mark 10:44 whoever desires to be first shall be the slave of all for even the son of man did not come to serve but uh, to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many well we're out of time unfortunately if you want to receive a haggadah today for tonight 
Email me at sweiler, W-E-I-L-E-R, at heartofmessiah.org. And I'll send you the link to the Haggadah. You can use that uh, for tonight's um, Hanukkah celebration. Next week, I'm going to talk about Christmas, so join us and Hanukkah again. So we'll compare some of them. Uh, join us. Feel free to call Karen at 813-831-5673 if you need anything. I pray this broadcast is touching your heart, and your heart will grow in as it desires to be like the heart of the Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.